popping joysticks. It is, I don't know what episode we're on, but it is the 20th of April. Who's counting? 2023. Um, and this is your favourite LGBTQIA plus streaming and gaming podcast. Uh, we hope. We, we hope. hope it's your favourite. We hope that's why you're here. No, there's no hope. It is. If it isn't, then you've not listened to us before. And well, welcome to your new favourite uh, one. I am Biggest Benus. And uh, yeah, you can listen to me and find me anywhere. But unfortunately, I, as far as I'm concerned, I don't believe I'm joined by the real Ed underscore Knights. Yeah, you can't be sure anymore. No. Um, there used to be a little a little blue tick next to the real Ed Knights, and now there is nothing. So who, are who you? knows if I am real, if it's just me? Who knows? I could be anyone right now. And you wouldn't know. No. It could just be a faceless anime profile trolling people. And yet verified. Yet verified. Yeah. Because they pay for some shit. Yeah, so now anybody on Twitter with a blue... Twi- uh, blue... I'm an imposter. <laughs> yeah. Very sus. The, anybody on Twitter with a blue tick, uh, you now know pays for it. Not me. <laughs> so you can... Uh, yeah, you can, you can judge people by that. I'm not going to, you know, if people want to pay for it, whatever, but I will be not interacting with them. <laughs> like, yeah, if somebody's replying anything and it's got a blue tick, I'm like, no, no, you want me to. That's what they want me to. That's what they, they're going to put these blue ticks kind of up in search. Although I don't even think they've even managed to work out how to do that yet, but they're going to apparently get They'll priority. They'll probably be back next week. When, when suddenly he looks through and goes, oh, wait, barely anyone's got one and it looks really bad. Yeah. So just put them all back. I just feel like he's too childish to even care about that. Or admit that he was wrong. Oh, yeah, he cannot do that. Oh, no. It's like the fact that he waited until today to take it off because it's 20th of April, which is a, a weed day. Um, of course. 420. Uh, just, oh, I just despise Elon Musk. He is a man-child. Like, but he's also one that, yeah, he, he started off, he's obviously a billionaire, so he's got no morals or anything. But... It's weird how they go from, no, no, we're going to make it even. We're going to make it fair to everyone to like falling down the right wing rabbit hole and just like spouting a lot of far right nonsense. It's like they always start off with like, no, I'm very, I'm going to listen to both sides. I'm very, very centrist. And now you're like rattling off anti-trans stuff, far right talking points, uh, conspiracy theorists. It's always the same. Twitter's a mess. It really is. Twitter used to be great. It was my favourite social media. And I know social media in general is maybe awful, but I enjoyed Twitter. It was a good place to meet people and and share important things. And now it's just a bunch of idiots and trolls. And it's impossible to see actual good content amongst all the trash. Anyway. <sighs> it's true. Manny says he's just heartbroken. His wife got together with a trans person. Yeah, and his trans daughter has kind of like completely washed her hands of him as well. But yeah, it's just, he's a man. It's a, when a billionaire gets a temper tantrum, a lot of people uh, suffer. Mm. It's, uh, isn't he? Oh, just so, so annoying. And it's like, it's weird because I was streaming when you got your blue tick. People came in and be like, oh my God, I'd got a blue tick. I'd got a blue tick. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was also streaming when it was taken away. But you'll, I'm like, I don't the know. The cycle continues. I'll tell you, at some point you'll get it back, I'm sure. It's just... Well, it won't be through money, that's for no. sure. No. 
I just, I just want somebody to take it over or him to just sell it and people be like, okay, let's just revert back to what it was before. Yeah. Let's literally just roll back the clock, Pretend it roll down. back all the tech, rehire all the people. Yeah. Just put it back again, please. Oh. Cadmus says, my university advises me to have a Twitter account to further my research career. Maybe I should pay for a blue tick and then become a fellow. <laughs> yeah, the, the more you pay... You get you get the uh, business one that costs a thousand dollars a month, and you become like yeah the uh, a sage. I put my account on hold. I don't blame people putting their accounts on hold, and like I'm, I'm. Well, like, I have debated it on a number of occasions. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a shit show. Yeah, and like yeah, you. I mean, people go, oh, you didn't work out for us, you got it, but like you were a person of note. You're a journalist. That's I mean, why I am not a person of note. I am a nobody. So I don't really deserve one, but yes, it was nice to have it, and it made me feel vaguely, vaguely important. And now it's gone, and I don't really care. When a journal, <laughs> no, but when a journalist, like a person who's actually employed as a journalist, has one, it's like you listen to them more because they're no that's one their listens job. to journalists. I mean, Blue tickers are going to make a difference. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, you obviously what you're reporting on, what you're writing about, is a lot better than like is a lot more notable than like an anime troll. Yeah, but, you know, people still don't read the proper journalism. Proper journalism. The people who paid, paid to get... I paid to get trained, not for a blue tick. That should speak for itself. Yeah, you did. You did um, a journalism course. I did. Yeah. But you got a body. He's got two bodies. His own and mine. I've got, I got gold standard journalism. Thank you very much. Gold standard? Yeah. What's that? It's the top rating. I mean, of course you did. Anybody that reads I got, your... I got the highest mark in our um, uh, in our media law exam. I can 100% and just... And I was the first person to to complete uh, um, shorthand that we had to do. Because they said to us in the very first lesson, nobody ever passes first time. The first time is a test. And then people start to pass the second time. And I was like, listen, bitch, I'm going to fucking prove you wrong. And did I... Yes, I fucking did, and I passed first time. Exactly, and we are now joined by. What? If you try me, one day you're I... gonna let me finish a fucking sentence. Right. <laughs> it was the fourth attempt in a row. I was ranting. I was just gonna call you Hermione. And <laughs> now, obviously, you know we don't talk about Harry Potter and all that stuff. But who was your favorite character? Hermione. Of course, just knew it. Just knew it. It should have been Herm like Hermione Granger in the Chamber of Secrets or whatever else. Like she did all the fucking work and got none of the credit. That is fucking misogyny, and J.K. Rowling should have fucking understood that earlier. Well, she doesn't understand misogyny, does she, though? Anyway! <laughs> yeah. Hermione Granger and the bundles of homework. <laughs> I would read that book. I bet you would, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, I need another holiday, Ben. You, you definitely We've do. We just you... had one. I need another one. You were in quite a good mood earlier. What happened? <sighs> Life. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just tired. Very, very tired. <laughs> My feet still hurt from Barcelona. Mine were hurting in bed last night because I walked. Yeah, I went to work yesterday, like in the office, and they they reopened the wounds that were healing. I think on my feet. Wow. So let well, let's tell people where where have we been this week? Where where could we have gone? Where Who could knew? we have gone in the world? Yeah. Uh, no, we had a lovely long weekend in Barcelona, which is where you used to live. I did. Which meant that I basically got a nice personalized tour of of Barcelona. By foot. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we walked from... So Friday we, we, we flew out and we flew back Monday night. And between that time, 
your lovely Apple Watch told us we had walked how many kilometers? 73 kilometers. Fuck me. Which I think is like 45 miles. <laughs> it's about like two marathons, kind of, almost. I mean, I think we saw Barcelona. <laughs> you, def- you definitely did. <laughs> I think we saw it all. We did Well, we didn't go to the far beach. I mean, there's a lot of stuff we didn't do. Yeah. Another um, reason to go back. Exactly. But we had some very nice food. Um, you had been raving about these Mexican, authentic Mexican tacos for fucking Well, I say fir- first we went to and had proper tapas because I was like, we have to have tapas when we get there. So I took you to a really nice tapas oh, cafe. Yeah, we, we, we dropped bags and then we went to a nice tapas place and I immediately had a glass of carver for like £2.50. You should have seen his face when he saw that it was €2.60 for a glass of carver. And not even a, like not one where they fill it with like the UK measure. They were like filled it almost to the brim. That would be about 12 quid in the UK. <laughs> yeah. And he was like 2 60 He was like... <gasps> and like Ed doesn't... was literally like sat in the sun just like... <sighs> yeah. Ed doesn't normally drink much. Um, and then it, it does not take a lot. No. And then she was like, oh, would you like another one? He's like, yes, of course I would. Um, so yeah, he uh, he definitely enjoyed that one. And thank you so much for the uh, sub, Bianca boy. Um, yeah, so we yeah we went there and um, had some really lovely tapas. Really, really nice. And you had some, uh, you know, papas bravas. Or patatas papas bravas. bravas? Yeah, that's another name for it. Oh. Yeah, it is a genuine name. Oh, I thought you were just no, making a dad joke. No, no, they do call it... Literally. It's... <laughs> Papi Bravas. Not Papi Bravas. That's <laughs> I'm sure that's different. Um, that's definitely a drag king. Yeah, Papi Bravas. <laughs> Papi Brava. Um, but yeah, no, then I took you to... Oh, was it the following day? I don't know. We went to... Um, yeah, well, tell us about the Mexican that I've been raving about. You've been raving forever about it. Um, but they were very good tacos, I have to say. Although... I'm still dreaming about those nachos. I, they were just as good? It was a plate of nachos. And normally, especially in the UK, when you get nachos, it's always shit. It's basically just a bowl of Doritos with some shit on it. And this was like properly homemade and fried corn chips. Amazing guac. Um, everything homemade. Beans, everything. Jalapenos. Um, like just everything was such good quality. And I was like, just... Get that nacho and dip it in everything and shove it in your mouth. And it was fucking good. Even had coriander that you didn't hate. Well, yeah, they had coriander in that and also coriander on the tacos. Not all the tacos, but some of them. Um, and yeah, normally I don't like coriander, but I feel like coriander is obviously very typical in Mexican food. And I feel like with the balance of flavors, it almost worked. It's still not my favorite thing. It still tastes a bit like soap and it's a bit overpowering. But it sort of worked in it. So I didn't mind it quite as much. Oh, but yeah, then I had my parata nacho, which is the best. It was steak. You mean taco? Taco, you yeah. You said nacho. Nacho, taco. It's steak with a slice of avocado. Uh, well, it's, it's like, yeah, steak, um, mozzarella cheese melted on it, and then avocado, and then you can put some kind of like spicy hot sauce, hot sauce on it. That is the best. It was good. And Mansi says nachos made by an actual Mexican grandma who knew what she was doing. Kind of. I mean, the people making it, every single bit of it was handmade. Like, every single bit. Like, um, even the, t- like, with the tacos, you can tell the difference. It was like soft-shelled ones, not the crispy ones, but they were all homemade and you could just tell that it was such good quality. Yeah. But those ones that they had, um, yeah, so like, the like everything was just so perfectly made, but, yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say now. But I really enjoyed it. It was great. Yeah. You should, uh, Oh, yeah, no, but the, yeah, the grandma. 
uh, so I the reason I know this place is that it was I used to teach the owner's husband. So the owner's husband used to come to my classes, and he said that his wife was opening up a Mexican restaurant, and I should go. And I was like, I like Mexican food. I'll go. And oh god, it was so good. And like uh, he he and they they neither of them were there when we were there, unfortunately. But like used to, when I used to go there, they'd always have um like they'd always give me kind of a shot of tequila, which is when I discovered that actually. There's a lot of tequila that's really, really nice. Um, it's Who not. Need? It's not just the Jose Cuervo kind of one that you get. That it's you not do. just shit that you do for shots. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you sip on some, and it's like the darker it is, it's slightly a different taste, and I loved it. But the best thing they had, and I don't think they do it anymore because I think they did it when it was a lot quieter. Um, they had a Mexican coffee that they brewed. It was like a special coffee that they brewed like all day. Um, I need to find out the name of it because you would have, like. You did not tell me about. This. I didn't. I didn't want to tell you because I knew that they wouldn't have it. Oh. Uh, and coffee brewed all day, whatever that is. Um, I'm sure it's the name. There's a name of it. Oh yes, Cafe de Ola. Oh yeah, Cafe Ola de Oya. It is. Yeah, it's a traditional Mexican coffee beverage to prepare. It's essential to use a traditional earthen clay pot as it gives a special flavor to the coffee, and it's principally consumed in cold climates and in rural areas. It's amazing. It is one of the Why best. Why did I not get that? Because uh, they don't. They they don't. They can. They have to like brew it all day, and they've got one pot of it, so it's like they don't do it. Well, that's fucking rude. Oh, it's so good. It's Mexican spiced coffee. Now I want that. Yeah, I mean, if you would like to make it, I will not. Well, complain. you can. You can get me the earthen pot. I will buy you the pot. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I will. I will buy it for you, and then you can make it. Thank you. Uh, and it means pot coffee. Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? And, yeah, you can find it in Mexico in a lot of places. But, oh, oh yeah, water, uh, dark brown sugar, or panela, a Mexican cinnamon stick, um, and ground coffee. There you go. Mm. Mm. Today's stream sponsored by... Yeah, I mean, you know, people do, <laughs> like, streams that are sponsored by various um, please kind of all, coffees. All the coffee brands... The cooking brands, the cake brands, please, we're here. I will, I will make it. He will consume it. Exactly. I mean, I will also consume it. Mm. Um, but no, we also had ceviche the night before. Yes, which is very nice. Um, we've had ceviche, or like I've had ceviche a few times. You've had it before as well, but it was particularly good. It seemed very authentic, um, was. which was nice. Um, and then, we, then it was like a Asian fusion, which was odd but still nice. And then we had that tres leches cake. Which was so good, and I need to make that myself now. You do if you make it, and it's like half as good as that. I will be just it will obsessed. be twice as good if I'm twice it, as good. Well, much. it will be made with love. No, I don't need to. It will be quattro letras. Oh. I don't want to mean. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to cut my cake. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> <Thank> God. <laughs> but no, that was that was a very very nice dessert. Um, and then we had some very uh, typical Catalan food um, on Saturday night. Yes, we friends. did. Yes, on we my... had a lot of wine oh, and God. a lot of sweet wine, and then a lot of vodka. Yeah, that was a wild night. Um, I, and then we didn't go out because I was like, no, if I go out, I'm going to end up drinking even more, and then I'm going to be like, really like the next day will be ruined. And instead, we went home. We were quite sensible, and. Um, we went and got up really early and then just day drunk. 
Or they drank. Well, yeah, Sunday is, is vermouth day. So we went and sat out in the sun and had vermouth. They went to my head. Show, show us your chest, Ed. No. <laughs> okay, show us your chest. No. Ed. I'm not getting that out. Ed has a red well, I was wearing, triangle. I was wearing a shirt on Sunday um, rather than a t-shirt because I thought that'd be nice for some pictures. Um, and I, I get sunburned very, very easily. Oh, yeah. Um, I will turn the colour of a tomato. So um, I was very careful to buy some sun cream in the airport, just a little mini one that I could take with me, uh, and make sure that I had sun cream on my face. I didn't do my chest. So the shirt kind of came to here, and I've got like a nice little red triangle. A little Triforce thing, but red. It's the Triforce of power. Uh. Um, so yeah, that was nice. But the vermouth was good. No, vermouth is... That's definitely a tradition we're taking on. <laughs> Yeah, by the way, my streams on Sundays might be a little bit merry from now on. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be starting each morning. No, you've got to be sat out in the sun, though. Mm. Like, but glass of vermouth, lots of ice, slice of orange, and an olive in it. Mm. Mm. But yeah, you've got to be out on a holiday for that, though. It's not, it's not the same if you're at home. Well, we'll try it. We'll try it. Yeah. So yeah, we need to find a good, like, Spanish food shop. And buy oh, there will be. There are vermouth. lots of Spanish people here in, in London. We'll find one. But yeah, we then we went to Park Güell. Oh, but on the first day, I took you all the way up Montjuic. You did, um, which was which was a lot of walking. And then past the Olympic Stadium, you promised me to go to the swimming pool from Kylie Minogue's slow video, and then we didn't. No, I'm sorry, I'm very disappointed. Forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and we went past the big museum gallery. I can't remember what it's called. Oh yeah, the uh, Catalan Art Museum. Yeah. Um, you promised me the magic fountain. Wasn't working. We went past it. It was off um, though, but I think it wasn't on because there's a drought. Um, so yeah, the, yeah. Sunday we went to Park Guell, and then we walked all the way through the Gothic Quarter, and we went all the way down to the beach, uh, and we had a, a nice fish dinner, and yeah, it was very nice. Watched Good sunset. Yeah, we did. It was oh beautiful. It's like literally one of my favorite cities. It probably is my favorite city in the world that I've been to. Um, just, it's got everything. If you want to chill, if you want to spend a day literally on the beach, like you're in kind of Mallorca or whatever, you can do that. And you, you can go a bit further down as well, so you can still walk to it, but it's um, it's a lot calmer and a lot quieter. Then there's like, yeah, the Gothic Quarter, if you want to do kind of museum-y places and you want to look at some like really old um, places with lots and lots of history. Really bad buskers. You're just very high standards. I mean, yeah. Then there's listen like clubs. if your guitar is not in tune, do not play it near me. There are so many. I will smash it. There are so many parks. There's so many clubs you can go to. You can go shopping down Passage de Gracia. There's just everything. There's everything. How dare you, Cafe? Right. Um, but yes, no, that was climate Barcelona. change does does ruin all holidays. Don't let that happen. No. Exactly. Well, soon we won't need to go uh, anywhere for that kind of weather. Yeah, swings and roundabouts. But no, it was it was very nice. I'd say it wasn't relaxing. Well, it was relaxing, but it was still strenuous in terms of the amount of walking we did. And we also were up late most nights, kind of out drinking, and then we would get up relatively early in order to have the hotel breakfast. So you end up not sleeping in. So I feel like I didn't exactly catch up on sleep. No, well that's, a, that's... <laughs> and now I'd like another holiday, but unfortunately. I'm very busy with work. But catching up on sleep isn't a thing, apparently. Well, it should be. Apparently, that's like not an actual thing. If you don't, if you sleep 
if you don't sleep much, but then like for three days and then you sleep a lot, that doesn't actually. Well, it balances in my head and I would like to do that. Okay. But yeah, we, um, I mean, we didn't look at screens for so long, which was very good. We barely played any video games. Shock horror. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, should we go into like what game? Well, uh, also first, you might have noticed that the sound is a little bit better quality than uh, last week when we were having. Ben's given up on spending money. <laughs> no, I've done the opposite. <laughs> So last time we had, um, I think it was the Go XLR, which it was all right. But thing is, so my I'm give, gonna okay, Ben, give us give us your product reviews. So I will give you my product reviews. Yeah, what have you been playing? No, what sound things have I had? Well, for those of you who don't know or not able to see or don't know, I use the Shure SM7B uh, microphone, which is the same one that Michael Jackson used when he was recording Thriller, and it's not was, the actual one. Unfortunately, not. No, this is not worth that much. Um, but then that goes into a cloud lifter, which makes the, because the, um, the SM7B is, it's very like a weak signal that comes out of it because it's all, I don't know, but it goes into the cloud lifter that makes that stronger. Then it goes into my processor, which fiddles around with it, makes it stronger, makes everything sound great. And then it just pops itself into the mixer. This is all very technical. Yeah. And I thought, okay, the mix, the mixer's okay, but it, there's loads and loads of buttons on it that I don't use. Um, so let's go and try this Go XLR that everyone says is amazing. Tried it and it just sounded crackly, like it was reaching a limit. It's like, you know, when you've got something, as Mona used this example, like when you're speaking into a microphone and you're like screaming down it, you know, like, and all the levels are in the red, it sounded like that. And no matter how many buttons I was pressing, it was all, it was just continuing to sound like that. Um, and if I made it so it was quiet enough that it didn't, then it just sounded off in many other ways. So, yeah. And then apparently people are saying that it resets itself all the time when you turn your PC on, and I think that did it did do that for me once. Uh, so, yeah, send that back, and then ordered a uh, Rodecaster Pro. Extra £100, but everyone was saying, you know, that is even better, um, and, the, you know, it's the best thing that they've ever had, etc., etc. Installed that. Pretty much the same problem. Um, but... It had a lot of extra modes and like lots of kind of things that work well with the podcast. Um, like there's loads of little buttons that you can press that just kind of instantly have some great sound effects. But I mean, I've got my stream deck if I really want that. Um, and then, yeah, so then uh, today I just sent that back. But I'm what I'm going to do is get a second SM7B um, that I'm going to plug into a second uh, cloud lifter and a second... Um, processor, and then put it back into my mixer that I've got plugged in right now. So is the problem the mixers, or is the problem you? I think the problem is that I'm a bit of an audio snob, and if I hear something it's that's you, slight... hi, you're the problem. It's you. Is that a Katy Perry reference? I tried. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be what I. The next time you hear it. We're going to have like two microphones and then I'm going to sound like this and you're also going to sound like this and we'll sound like some professional podcasters rather than two people who are so cheap they have to sit around a microphone and it picks up like every little creak from a chair. Oh, well, then I have to sit near you. You don't have to sit near me. We can put the camera angle like this uh, and we can sit really far, No, no one really far that. away from each other. No one needs that. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, that's um, that's my review of... I mean, I think if you don't have a processor, the Rodecaster or the GoX. Maybe the Rodecaster Pro is the best one to have. So, yeah, but it's this processor is just so good. If you've got an SM7B, 
get a DBX 286S. And the, by the way, the mixer that I use at the moment is the Yamaha MG10XU, which does not really have any bells and whistles. Say that quicker. The Yamaha MG10XU. That's the only uh, bells and whistles really that it has. But it's mainly, so this one is used for music um, and like for recording. It's too fancy for your streams. No, but it's mainly like for music. So if you're recording, you know, you're playing the guitar or piano or whatever, it manages to pick up like all the highs and lows. You know, all the technical jargon. The dynamic range. Yeah, exactly. It picks up a lot more of a dynamic range than a roadcaster or something. Um, Sorry, I'm jiggling because I've got pins and needles, but that's my fault for sitting on my leg. Oh, dear me. Are you sitting on your feet? I do that all the time. Yeah. It's much more. Also, I want to look taller next to you, so I yeah. sit on my feet. And now I've got pins and needles. Oh. Uh, Helly says, I'll grab an Elgato Wave 1 or Wave 3 and use their software mixer for a much smaller budget. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is like the pre- the top budget. Sponsor him, please, Elgato. No, don't. I mean, you can, that'd be great, but I don't use Elgato for sound. Well, I, I'll take it if you don't want it. I'm using Shure, I'm using DBX and Yamaha. That is fine. But yeah, no, it's going to... thing is, like, I'm then... Uh, at the end of this, I'm going to end up with two of these Shure SM7Bs, two cloud lifters, two uh, processors, and it won't... And it'll cost a little, a tiny bit more than if I just changed the um, mixer. So it's it's going to be fine. Well, thank you for that, Ben. That was the audio no section of the podcast. Um, let's go back to gaming. Why don't you tell us Games. what you were playing on the plane? I was on the plane. I was playing. Um, so I wanted <laughs> to... Remember? Yes, I was. I can. <laughs> I was wanting to get some use out of my Steam Deck. Um, for once. For once. Mm. Uh, so I went and downloaded like five games before we flew, and then I played one for about an hour. And the one that I played for about an hour was, oh, get a cushion to look taller. Ed, Ed used to have a pit, my pillow, and then for ages we thought that I'd lost my pillowcase. But it was, <laughs> it was just, it, it turned into Ed's bum cushion that he farted in. It stunk. Not... It still stinks. Oh, uh, you can pipe down, you <laughs> absolute liar. It still stinks. You absolute liar. Oh, honestly. It, 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 no it, farting has occurred on that pillow. Was that a different one? I don't fart. You do fart. <laughs> my, Ed's, Ed's like my mum. Like, he will properly let rip when he thinks no one's listening. And he gets so embarrassed if I'm like, Jesus Christ. He's like, oh, I thought the door was closed. Oh. It's worse when you hear like, uh, wait, when you hear like, uh, <laughs> And then it's like, oh no. Then you hear him rush to the toilet. <laughs> oh, how dare. Yeah. <laughs> right, tell me about your bloody Steam Deck. Um, yeah, so I played Slay the Spire. Ooh. Which is a, it sounds really boring, a card based battle Sell game. Sell it to us, Ben. Sell it to us. It's a card based battle game the way you have to go from, like, so you know, Call to the Lamb. Mm-hmm. Call to the Lamb, you start off, when you go and do a run, you start off in a certain area and then you've got to get to the end and you can see and you can plot the path of where you've got to go. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but a lot further and there are like more options to, of where to go, but it's very similar in that vein um, in the ch- like in how you're kind of charting where you need to go. However, it's, yeah, it's a deck builder roguelike. That is the pretty much... Uh, the one it is. Um, which class did I play? I played the first class, which I can't exactly remember. I think it's probably like the basic introductory one. Um, but it's all about kind of attacking and sh- using shield. So it's interesting because it'll tell you how many... So you're facing your enemy, for example. 
And above it, it will have like a sword or whatever and a seven in red. And you're like, okay, so the next turn, it's going to attack me with seven. So based on the cards that you've got, you then prepare yourself with probably like five or maybe even ten shield uh, to protect you from that. But you can also use your cards because you get three cards that you can play um, to attack as well. But it sounds like a lot of maths. No, it is. Well, the thing is, it introduces it really slowly, which is great. So you'll start and you'll, you'll have like five cards, for example. And these five cards will say, attack five points. And then you'll also have some cards that are like, defend five points. And you've got three that you can send out. Um, so you can, if you think that that enemy only has, actually, no, you know how many, how much uh, the enemy has. But if the enemy only has like nine health, then you just play, or it only has 12 health, then you can just play three attack cards and it's dead. But That still requires some addition and subtraction. Oh yeah, but you can probably brute force it a bit. But yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I've only played it for an hour yeah, and I, I, I haven't, and I've gone through, so it's the spire, so you're climbing up to the top to face the big boss. To slay it? To slay it. Oh! Um, and you face the, yeah, you, you face the, like, the, the boss, um, at the end of it, and it is a lot harder than the rest of it. I actually, the I stopped playing just as I killed the boss in Act One. So the next time I load it up, I'll be playing uh, straight from Act Two. But yeah, I haven't unlocked any like permanent upgrades yet for uh, for my character, which I'm gonna. I'm really intrigued to see what they're like if they help a lot. Um, so if like in future when it's a row when you're doing a run, you end up kind of just like whizzing through Act One. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to doing that. But it's all completely, you know, it's a uh, randomly generated, or it's completely different every single run. Like the I've every run I've done, I've managed to get to the last to like the boss. Um, but the first two times, obviously, I died. But the third time, I I beat it. Was the spire slew? No, because I think the spire is. I think then there's Act Two, Act Three, etc., um, etc. Et mm. Um. But it is very good fun. And it's also on, if anybody wants to play it and wants to try it out, I mean, it's super cheap, I think, everywhere. But it is on, it's just been added to PlayStation Plus. And as a PlayStation Plus partner. I was just about to ask you, where is it available? Because you're playing it on the Steam Deck. Yeah. But yeah, it's on pretty much everything, right? Isn't it on mobile as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's really, really easy to pick up and play for 20 20 minutes. Um, But... uh, you so know, good for a good for a plane ride then. It is perfect for a plane ride, and I was, yeah, it was just like because I could just stop it, and although I was like, no, I need to go and finish this run. I want to go and finish this run, and then I didn't. But like where I've got, I'm like, I know I have an upgrade because I've got enough points now for an upgrade, so I want to see where that goes. Um, but USM guy says that Slay the Spire is on sale this week on the Nintendo eShop. There you go. Give it a go. It's really addictive. You unlock new cards, and there's like. I've said that I've only told you about like two cards, one that's like attack five and one that's like defend five. But there's some that's like, if you only have attack cards, then this does 19 damage. Um, so it's just, there are lots of cards that you can work, you, you can use uh, in combination with others. And do you have to spend a lot of time building your deck and working out which cards you want? Like you would in say Marvel Snap to have like your ultimate deck? Um, uh, So far, no. I mean, I've literally... I've managed to get to Act 2 on just my third run. Um, but I have built up a few extra cards just by naturally playing them. And as you're playing through, you get money and you can unlock other cards because you unlock them as you play through it. Um, but it's just just really, really good fun. Um, and it's one of those it's difficult to explain and it sounds maybe a bit boring when I'm talking about cards. It's like card games. Blah. 
except Marvel Snap. But then this, but this is actually really, really addictive, and I know you'd love it. Yeah, no, it, absolutely. It's the kind of game that it's not something that you necessarily play on stream or like talk about a lot. But then you sit and play it, and you just hours go by, and it's just cards. But it's so simple, but so addictive. Exactly. Yeah, Helly says you get a card reward after every battle, and you can also enter a shop to buy more. But then you okay. can, so yeah, you can choose often where you go and how to get reach the end goal, and you can be like, oh, I can go to a shop, or I can go to a camp. Uh, to rest and recover or I can go and fight a battle and if you're like fully you know you're like you're 80 out of 80 health um, you might go and choose a battle because you know you're going to get an extra card at the end of it yeah. and you know you're do you level up? I can't remember but yeah like, there's, there are various there are benefits to actually battling um, yeah it's really really good fun um, and yeah like and people have always been saying how good it is and now I am just really Really, really enjoying it. And I wonder if... Uh, Sidious says Twitch has a channel where the chat is the player in Slay the Spire just by voting. Oh, it's one of those ones. Hmm. I wonder if there's any, like, Twitch integration with it or if there's some kind of... Um, oh, what was that? Crowd control? I can imagine yep. crowd control having a popular one. Uh, like, it being popular with crowd control. Let's see. Uh, games. What's it called again? Slay the Spire... Um, no, it's not, but you know, it would make a perfect one if there isn't already <coughs> like some kind of Twitch integration. But yeah, yes. no, that's what I was playing. I have played, obviously, been playing Zelda Breath of the Wild, been my all shrine playthrough continues. I've done 76 now. Congratulations, so, thank you so much. Um, and I've, I'm using my map now, so I'm able to kind of so locate where they are. I'm not cheating. That is cheating, but I did beat my first. Are you saying that people that use guides are cheats? Yeah. Wow. What an elitist gatekeeper. What about if people, you know, aren't don't have the ability to? Like, if you've tried and then you want help, then fine. That's what I'm doing. And fine. Good. I'm glad you tried. Give them permission. I gen- I'm taking the piss out of Ben. Like, I just he like is. trolling you. Wow. If you want to use a guide, use a guide. It's all good. I Thank just, you. I'm glad you've given us I permission. Just, no, I don't want to give you permission. <laughs> Um, this <laughs> is such a trolley mood today. <laughs> you're you're right. Deal with it. Well, I'm gonna have to. Um, yeah, I'm on seventy six shrines now, and um, yeah, I've beaten my first ever major test of strength. Uh, Heli says his check mark was taken. Yeah, maybe maybe this is a different one. Maybe this is a fake Ed. Uh, we don't know whether it's... Who will ever know? This is miserable, Ed. See? I've got, I've got the power to troll now, and no one will know. Mm. But no, Major Test of Dren, that is... Oh, my God. So the amount of times that I've been playing like and doing shrines, and I, uh, like doing these tests of strength, and I never realised or never occurred to me to use the powers that I had. So now, like, it's about to do something to me, and I'll just freeze it and then attack it. <laughs> it's, good. it's really good, isn't it? It's like it gives you the tools to win the game. Mm. Mm. Who knew? Yeah. Money never used that. I don't understand how money beats. Fair, I didn't either. I just... Wow. Well, no. It's like you shoot them in the eye and then you stab them and you and you do the dodge and all that stuff. I'm terrible at the dodge. I cannot do the dodge. I don't understand how people do the dodge. I think there must be a delay when it goes into like the through the stream. You just need to get good, Ben. Money... Get good. Well, money managed to beat them all. And I don't understand how... Because money's got skill. Don't you laugh at that comment. I'm not laughing. <laughs> she has got skill. She beat Celeste. Yeah. Eventually. 
Um, so what have you been playing? But yeah, Zelda's still good. <clears throat> it's a great game. Um, Who knew? I have been playing some more Octopath Traveler 2, uh, which I was playing on the plane, um, which is not the best plane game because it's the sort of game that you get sucked into and then you, you play for like hours without getting to a save point and then the flight attendant comes over and says, can you turn that off, please, because we're landing. Um, and I was like, no, play a game. Um, but it's very good. I have... Um, so... To briefly explain, as I have previously, because I've been playing this for weeks already, um, Octopath Traveler. There are, funny enough, eight travelers uh, that paths? you follow. Eight. Ooh. They each have one one path that they follow. Um, and so you basically, at the start of the game, you go around the map and you choose your starting point of which character you want to start with. And then you go around and you do sort of chapter one of each of them. Well, you can do the chapters in any order. There are multiple chapters per character. Um, but I have now gone around the map and I've done the first chapter of um, of each character. So it sort of feels a bit like you're starting the game afresh every time because you are literally starting from the beginning of each story and you do that eight times, which does become a little bit tiring because um, it just feels like you're it's like you've started the game from scratch. Um, but I'm now at a point where I've got them all. And now I can see, okay, so so-and-so's chapter two is over here, and so-and-so's chapter two is here, and then there's a chapter three here, and I know what levels they are. So I can basically just jump around the map now and tick off the story as I go, and I can choose what order I want to do it in, which is what I really like about the game, is that you can you can choose the order, and maybe there are certain characters you favor, and you want to do their stuff first, um, but you can work your way around the map, and there are now extra little mini-chapters that show you interactions between the characters you've got, mm. and... Um, I feel like the game is starting now. I'm a good 25 hours or so in, and I feel like now the game's starting. Um, but in a good way that I'm I'm drawn into it because I've invested in each of the stories. So now I feel drawn in that I want to carry on and play them all. Um, so yeah, I'm, I've been playing that. That is my... Well, I was going to say my main game, but actually I need to get back on the PC and play some more 14. Um, I'm about to start Shadowbringers, so that is Speaking of a one. game that takes a few hours to get in. Yeah, just a few. So that, that's going to be my main thing um, from now onwards um, until Zelda next month, which I have now finally pre-ordered. Yeah. Uh, and we both have a day off, so that's going to be fun. Um, yeah. However, there is another game that I want to talk to you all about, which I haven't played, but I've seen and I've written about it. Oh, here we go. Um, and that is Disney's Illusion Island, um, which I don't have a link to hand, but I'm sure Moni will find one. Um so I went to a hands-off preview for this on Tuesday. Um, it's by a small studio called Delala, who are based in Essex. Um, but they have the Disney license, and or have been allowed it anyway for this game. And um, this game is a platformer, but it's also a Metroidvania, uh, or Mickeyvania, you might want to say. Uh, um, Raymanvania. It's not a Raymanvania. Raymanvania. It's a Mickeyvania. Um, it's coming out exclusively for Switch. So you might have seen this at uh, the last Nintendo Direct. Um, you can play it single player, but also up to four player. Um, and you can choose between Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Donald um, as to who you play as. Donald is absolutely the best character. He is this cantankerous, grumpy asshole, and I fucking love him. Can't imagine why after today. Of course not. Um, so Donald is absolutely the best character. Goofy is pretty goofyish and and gormless and amusing. 
Um, Mickey's just generally positive. Uh, and then and Minnie is the sort of cool, calm, collected, intelligent one. Um, and yeah, it, it, is, it is a Metroidvania. So it's this one big world. There are three different biomes. Um, I got to see one of them, which is a mixture of sort of nautical and astronomical themes. So it's kind of underwater planets and all this kind of stuff and sort of alien starfish. And um, the whole world is, is, is one big map that you work your way around as you would in a Metroidvania by collecting different power-ups. So be that like gliding or swinging or being able to swim underwater, which allows you to explore further and further. Um, but there's no combat. It's all just platforming because it's Mickey Mouse and Mickey doesn't shoot a gun or use any other weapons. Um, so it's just a nice level of challenge. Um, I think if you stick to the critical path, it's not necessarily the most difficult game, but there are some challenging bits. But then there are also some hidden areas, um, extra collectibles to to find. Um, so lots of extra little challenges if you want them. And if you're playing in four player... Um, there are then ways to help each other out. So, for instance, you can hug another character to give them some health. Or you can drop a rope. Um, so if you manage to complete a challenge, you can then drop a rope so the others can climb up and they don't have to do it themselves. So there are lots of, lots of nice little teamwork bits to help each other out, which is really nice. Um, you can also set the amount of health that you want. So if you want to do like a challenge run of like no hits, you can just give yourself one heart. Or if you want to have like five hearts, you can do that. So... It's really accessible in that sense, in the way of, you know, really approachable, I should say, um, in that there's something for everyone. If you want a really challenging platform game, you can make that for yourself. Or if you want to play with other people and make it a little bit easier, you can do that as well. Um, and it's just really charming. Um, it's It's got a nice art style that is uh, inspired by the sort of 30s and 40s classic Mickey Mouse cartoons. Um and it's called Illusion Island, which sort of harks back to the 90s platformers of Castle of Illusion and Land of Illusion. Um, Castle of Illusion, I played on the Master System when I was like seven, um, which I then brought up and they were like, we love those games. That's why we've we've included Illusion, because we want to sort of link back to them. So it's not like a, a sequel as such, but it's just trying to recapture a bit of that 90s nostalgia for those old mascot platformers um of which there were loads of disney ones but then it's bringing that up to date with with modern controls modern accessibility um and, and making a metroidvania um and i i didn't get to go hands-on with it but i got to watch them playing it and it just looks really fun um it's out in it's out in july if you want to play it exclusively on switch the commenters are very upset uh, on Eurogamer. look shit looks cheap Looks well, incredibly bland. Oh, and then they're moaning about it being a Switch exclusive. Yeah, it's like, why is it a Switch exclusive? Because Sony and Microsoft can't get away with that. Like, whatever. But also, um, like, when it's an indie studio, I feel like they're going to put their resources into just making it for one platform. I feel like that's... Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's a small studio. Um, I think it's a game we should play on stream, potentially, when it comes out. Um, it's local co-op only, so you can't play online. Yeah. But again, that's going for that like '90s sort of nostalgic co-op jostling on the sofa kind of vibe. We can definitely do a quick look of it. Um, yeah, I think it looks really fun. So I, I wrote a preview. Moni's put it in chat. Um, but yeah, look out for that in July. Excellent. Have you played anything else? No. Well, let's go into games then. 
Well, no, let's see what the people have been oh, playing. Oh, what have the people of the proles been playing? Don't don't forget the people. No, not the people. Dick sword. We love a peephole. Um, right, the peepholes. They have been playing. Well, we've we'll we got a few. We'll start with uh, yeah, Debbie. So, uh, Deb says, in an effort to clear some of my backlog of games, I've started playing Coffee Talk again. Coffee Talk 2 also releases today, indeed. Coffee there is a review. Talkie, talking, coffee talk. Talk about all the things you do. No. No. Um, do you go read the Eurogamer review of that? Um, coffee Talk is a visual novel type game where you are the owner of a coffee shop that is only open late at night. You end up listening to various stories of people who come to visit your cafe, and you often have to brew them a drink. Been loving the storyline, and it almost feels like you know the characters from the game. Um, I think it's quite. I think it's. It was really praised for its, for its diversity as well. I think in terms of the characters that you serve and the different stories. Um, so, <coughs> sorry, am I not loud enough for you? No, no, you just keep fading out a little bit. Sorry. Um, I also continued The Walking Dead. The game has such a great storyline and art style. It's sort of a choose or create your own story type of game. Currently on the last chapter of the first season of the game. I can't remember how many seasons there are. That's quite. I think it's like four, maybe? No idea. Um, have you not played them? Oh, they're quite fun. Yeah, zombies. Ben doesn't like zombies. The only zombie film slash game slash TV show that I loved was Zombieland. You like Resident Evil. That's zombies. Oh, no. The, yeah, the game. That's true, yeah. There's always an exception. Yeah, I mean, the TV show as well. I actually liked The Walking... Well, I remember watching The Walking Dead season one and quite enjoying it, but I didn't watch anything else. Do you like Shaun of the Dead? No. I also don't like Shaun of the Dead, I'm afraid. I prefer Dawn of the Dead. That's a classic film. Uh, but like even the remake with the, um, Down With The Sickness. You mother get up, come on, get down with... But the Richard Cheese version. Um... Great. Wow. I don't think oh, no, that. I think it's the I think it might be the original Down the Sickness with Dawn of the Dead. And I think maybe Shaun of the Dead brings the Richard Cheese one. Warm Bodies? I don't know Warm Bodies. If the bodies hit the floor. No, I don't think it's that. Do you know that song? No. You don't? Let the bodies hit the floor. Well, not the way you're singing it. I might recognise it otherwise. Right, one second, I'll find it. Oh, God. Here we go. Yeah. Anyway, well, why you do that? Um, a new recent purchase from Debs uh, was Resident Evil 7. Speaking of Resident Evil. This one. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think I've heard that. It's great. We'll uh, listen to it. It's going to bed tonight. Great, I'll definitely sleep to that. <laughs> uh, Debs has been a bit curious about the Resident Evil games for a while, and if I would be able to play them. So I asked May 9 for some advice on the games, and he advised starting with Resi 7, an interesting choice, uh, based on the first-person gameplay I wanted. Uh, I mean, if you want the first person, that if is If you like want the that, then, yeah, then yeah. sure. Like, 7 leads into 8, so fine. Um, I was so scared when I started playing the game because I was just expecting a jump scare every second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, currently, I'm about halfway through the game, and I can't say I hate it. However, Marguerite sure is one of the weirdest boss battles I've ever had in a game. Is that the insect woman? I think it's the insects. Yeah, the yeah. spores. She's quite annoying. To be fair, I played it on easy mode, and I just whipped through it in a weekend, but it's because I hadn't played it just before 8 came out, so I thought, well, I'll whip through 7 just, just very quickly for story. So I played it in VR. I, I know you did. I didn't find it super scary, but again, I think that's because I was on easy and didn't really care so much. Um, 
But it is a bit jumpy. Play in VR. No thanks. No thanks. Uh, but no, yeah, if you're like the... I mean, yeah, if somebody said that they didn't care about first person or third person, I'd be like, play Resident Evil 2. No, go back to 1. No. Unplayable. It's too old. Honestly, your opinions are the worst. Um, Sidious started playing Monster Prom. It's a dating sim where you have six weeks to convince one of your fellow monster classmates to take you to prom. You have several characters to select to play through, as also the ability to choose pronouns, including they, them. We love to see that. Uh, and multiple classmates to try and romance. Each playthrough, the story is randomized with several different encounters and events you can unlock as you progress through the six weeks that allow you to increase your stats and become more appealing to the ones you are wooing. There's over a thousand possible events. That's a lot. And about 50 possible endings you can unlock. I did two playthroughs trying to get the hot werewolf to take me to prom. Sadly, he turned me down the first time and friendzoned me the second. Never worse than a friend zone from a hot werewolf. So now I feel compelled to keep trying. Yes, you should. The game also has at least one expansion and some sequels. All in all, very fun to play and hilariously inappropriate. There's nothing better than hilariously inappropriate. Yeah, I think I started Monster Prom and it involved too much reading. Well, because I was doing it on stream and I didn't want to read everything out. I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> you know what you should play that on? Twitch. Steam Deck. Oh, I could do. There you go. I got one of them. Uh, Lavi has been playing, uh, oh, has been on a mobile games kick again. Um, I've started Crash Fever, Alice Fiction, related to each other, which are essentially kind of like Bejeweled, I guess. But then anime people use what colours you break to defeat people. It's highly satisfying. Mm. Uh, also, Tales of Food was released this week. And it's Chinese My favorite food. Tales franchise, <laughs> yeah. Tales of Arcadia, Tales of Symphonia, Tales, Tales of, of Food. <laughs> Um, it's Chinese food uh, that have turned into anime characters who then fight things but also cook recipes. It came out on Tuesday, so we'll see if it makes the cut. Interesting. And of course, Final Fantasy fourteen. nothing going on. I'm just doing trial roulette. Um, Party finder. Party for I was like, what the hell is PF? PF. To help while avoiding leveling crafters. Nice. Uh, Mr. Wibble has been playing some Minecraft, which is not really surprising, but it's a classic that never gets old. More importantly, though... I started Minecraft Legends. It's what they call an action strategy game where, as a player, you're pulled into a new world that's being invaded by the piglins. You know, the ones from the nether. Do you know that? No. Uh, it's up to you and possibly up to three friends to defend the villagers. I presume that means villagers. Yeah. Uh, and push back the piglins. It starts off pretty gentle and not terribly hard, but from other people's reactions to the later game, it develops into a challenge afterwards. I've heard that's a solid 7 out of 10. It got a fairly average review, but yes. So did Dead Island 2. Well, yeah, Dead Island 2 is out tomorrow. That's not surprising. I didn't realise it was so soon. Yeah. Um, Sidia says, I was severely offended by the friend zone ending and the werewolf was really hot. Posted what? a pic in stream chat on Discord. Well, let's see. Let's have a look. That is a hairy werewolf. Wow. That is... I'm into it. I, I would also pick hairy werewolf. Well, well what, what what would your monster be? Who would you choose? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they are. If, if not a hairy werewolf, I'd probably go for a hot vampire. Mm, yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a furry, so, you know, maybe not an animal. I'm neither a, a furry nor a person that commits bestiality. Some animals are hot. 
Don't say that just after I've said about bestiality. <laughs> which which animals, Ed? Which animals? Fantasy ones. Okay. <laughs> Are there hairless werewolves? Yeah. I mean, the the werewolf there looks like, like a like a like a sphinx cat, <laughs> but a werewolf. <laughs> Isn't that just a human? <laughs> it's just a human. Yeah. Maybe that's what a vampire is, but with a tail. I'm not saying it reminds me of Ben, but I must not say... <laughs> I wish. I wish that looked like me. I mean, maybe not with the hairy shoulders, but yeah. You don't have a tail either. The vampire was cute, but he was like a huge hipster and really stuck up. We know people like that. Well, maybe the vampire and the hot werewolf should get it on. Ben would be a bull because that forehead could ram through every anything well. I wish. Um, I mean, no, that would be weird if I could do that. Um, that would be weird. Should, what, should we go and find out what's been happening in the news? Let's have a look at the news. The news, right. Let's talk about Pokemon. Well, no, it's not Pokemon. It's Niantic, who make Pokemon Go. Say Pokemon. Um, and they have announced their next game, which is Monster Hunter Now. Pokemon which is Go. basically Monster Pokemon Hunter Go, now. but with Monster Hunter. Resident um, Evil Forever. You can sign up now for, now. Um, for the beta. Uh, to test it out. So I think it's not coming out for a, for a few months. Helios says um, Niantic, the worst company ever. I mean, they're not great. Um, but they have tried various different games related to Pokemon Go. There was obviously the Harry Potter one that failed. Um, they've um, they've got like an NBA one coming, I think. Um, and some other stuff they've tried. Now they're in Monster <laughs> Hunter, which does kind of fit in terms of that style of game. Um, yep. Because it's Monster Hunter, I, I'd quite like to give it a go and see what it's like. It might actually get me out of the house. That oh, would be please. A, that would be a minor miracle. Yeah, Pokemon um, Go, Monster Hunter Now, Digimon maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that what you're trying to say? I don't even tell. Why are we, these yes. adverts on here? Yeah, there's a lot of adverts. Um, but yeah, so if you're interested, then um, the beta is next week. You can give it, go give it a go. Yeah, oh my god, if that gets you out of the house to go and like, you know, have some peace and quiet, I'm all for it. Mm. Take it to the London Marathon because we're going to see. We're going to be cheering people on. That's another bit of news. We're going to be cheering people on the London Marathon. Let me read out uh, to you the people that we're going to be out because we're going to. Well, be, I already know. I know, but we can do it. We're we'll going to be at um, yeah Rainbow Row. Uh, so we're going to be at Rainbow Row, which there we go, which is mile twenty-one in the London Marathon. We're going to be cheering people on uh, as they go past. But yeah, the where we are, there's also there's going to be a stage, um, and yes, so at ten a.m., uh, DJ Kurt uh, with Kieran Thrax and Sophia Stardust. Sophia Stardust might be a drag queen. I don't know those people. Uh, at eleven a.m. is DJ Liam and uh, Coco Vados. Coco Vados. Uh, very clever very clever not DJ Liam no Liam um, <laughs> and Coco Couture which I thought Coco Couture was Huffle's drag name is Huffle maybe Huffle's gonna be there yeah um, then then at uh, noon is DJ Sarah Blowing if that is her real surname that is unfortunate mm. yeah um, and then Alfie Ordinary do you know that no and Yishi Black and then, then it gets good at one p.m. Well, they might be good. We just don't know them. Yeah, no, maybe they'll maybe they'll be great. Um, at all, at one p.m., the DJ is Denise Van Outen, legend. 
or as Denise Van Getemouten, as my dad used to say. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Duncan James from Blue. Yep. He's on our side, isn't he? Or is he half on our side? He's he's bisexual. Okay. Um, and... I saw him on Tinder years ago. In fact, I'm pretty sure I've still got a picture of it. He did not match with me. Wow. Did you try and match with him? Yes. Yes. Obviously. How many like, years ago was this? Oh, like 10 years ago. Oh. It was when I sort of first moved to London, I think. Wow. Um, so it was a long time ago. But, um, oh, I absolutely would film it and sell it to Heat Magazine. Yeah. Send it to me. Um, he was in the Celebrity Circle. It was last week. Keeping you on your toes. Oh, yeah. Oh, that feeling. No, it was not last week. <laughs> Oh, look, you just see some of these old, old pictures of Ed. Wow, a topless picture. Wow, knob pics. All the knob pics. There's no knob pics. Shut up. Well, that wasn't the knob then. It's a very ugly looking finger. There you go. Okay. Wow. Let me just, let me just, I'll just exit the stream. 30, he was, wow. He was 35. He was five kilometers away from me. Wow. About Duncan, it says, it's complicated, lol. Oh, how do you know it was him? Well, it might have been a catfish. Yeah. Can you reach the camera? I can. There you go. Show the people. Yeah. There he was. I mean, that does look like that is very much a Tinder pro, uh, Tinder photo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it looks better there then. And that was in, I was in 2013. Wow. Literally 10, 10 years, years ago. ago yeah. Okay. Well, you'll have to get your Tinder up and see if he's there again. Um, and Kitty Scott Claws. Hey. Uh, that also at 1pm I love her she's one of my favourite drag queens she's just hilarious um, then at 2pm 2pm hey Andinus 2pm DJ is Kimberly Wyatt from the Pussy Cat Dolls the Pussy Cat Dolls yes sure um, it's the one that isn't Nicole Shirts, Shirtslinger I do love Nicole Shirtslinger um, now, unfortunately, the next person apparently has had issues, so can't make it. Uh, Mistress Isabel Brooks was due to be performing sure. at the London Marathon. Um, but, yeah, no, she was meant to be at Heaven tonight, but she's uh, she's not able to. Yes, that was my stomach. Please continue. Okay. <laughs> it's just having a little growl, right? It is. Processing yeah, it's, dinner. It's like a pussycat stomach. Um, and also tea or coffee. Hey. hey, we like tea or coffee. I wonder if she, yeah, she's she's funny. Um, and then at three p.m. Don't worry, it's just this one. I mean, the other ones I've no idea who the others are. Um, but three p.m. The DJ is Misty, and they'll be joined by Crystal Versace and Vanity Milan. Hmm. Oh, and they've also tagged. Um, I think that Mistress Isabel Brooks might have been replaced by Victoria Scone. Now that's good. Yes. So, uh, yeah. That will be us on Sunday. Cheering. Yes. I'll be... I'll sure be cheering. You're going to be having a great time. It's going to be like a seven-hour drag show. It's the fact <laughs> that I have been voluntold to do this. I was, I was not given a choice. Oh, I've got... I should... Um, yeah, I should give you... Your T-shirt. Do you mean do you want to wear your T-shirt? No. I mean, you will have to then, but I'll take lots of pictures. Uh, here, that says, my ex-housemate was in a drag girl band with tea or coffee and Pixie Polite. The Vixens. Oh. I feel like I might have seen that. Who's your ex-housemate? Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, on to the news. <laughs> back to the news. Back Pokemon the Go. News. From Pokemon to Nintendo. Yes. So well, um, Adams. this is this is uh, sort of one of the top stories of the week. Yeah, um, you were very. Uh, is that you may remember from last year, or maybe you don't, um, that there was a Nintendo hacker called Gary Bowser. So because long. of course he was called Gary Bowser. Um, and I can't remember the name of the company. If you scroll down, he was part of a group. Um, a bit further. If your surname's Bowser, you'll either own the company or be ruined by it. Exactly. <laughs> he was part of a hacking group, there you go, called Team Executor, um, of which he was the salesman. So he reportedly made $320,000 over seven years. Not that um, much, really. Yeah. In, like, selling um, selling off sort of Nintendo products that had been hacked. Um, there are other people as part of the group who are probably more involved and actually haven't been caught or whatever else. Unfortunately, Mr. Bowser was caught and he was sent to prison um, last year. Uh, I think it's... But you do not upset a, a very powerful company. You do not upset Nintendo. No. Um, I think he apparently has to pay back $14 million Fair. or something like that in damages. Um, and it's very much a case of Nintendo were like, we're going to make... Or, or they, they spoke with the judge, and the judge was like, yeah, we're going to make a point of, of, you know, what's the word? Um, make an example of make you. Make an example of you, that's the word, um, to sort of deter other people. Um, but the latest now is that he has actually been released from prison um, because of good behavior um, and whatever else after only a year. However, he still has to pay back... Um, this this entire fine and it's so big that he's going to be paying this back for the rest of his life um and nintendo apparently take a cut of it's something like between 25 to 30 percent of all the money that he makes um like from now until whenever and that includes the money that he made through working in prisons he was like working in a library i think it was um and they took a cut so he so far managed to pay back 175 dollars uh in a year and like he's basically going to be stuck paying off Nintendo for the rest of his life. Um, They've ruined this guy's life. They have I mean, utterly ruined it. And a lot. It's I, look. I mean, on the one hand, like a hacking group, yes, that is not a good thing. But and on the other hand, it's like big corporations that are being assholes. It's like none of these people are good people. But no, I mean, I definitely am on the side of the hacker. But that's just because. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it sucks that yeah they've it's you know, cost money, and yes, there needs to be an example set or whatever, but this is just ridiculous. Yeah. Because I think as well, he has, like, physical health problems, um, so they were worried about him being in prison for too long, because it, it would affect his physical health, and yeah. But yeah, like, just think of all the... I'm not going to bring up the comment that's in the comment, but, like, imagine bringing up... Like, imagine doing something, a really heinous crime, going to prison, once you're released, that's it. You don't have to pay back the victim for, you know, millions of pounds like for the rest of your life. I don't think so. I don't think that's a crime. I don't think that's a common thing, is it? I mean, the way Nintendo, um, I think, costed it up is that it's not just he earned 300k, so that's what he pays back. It's the amount of damages in terms of they've had to change their consoles and whatever to protect against it, and it's cost them all this extra money, which is just bullshit, really. Yeah. P paying... A percentage of your future income. I mean, I feel like that could that should be a choice. 
So like you can get a, a shortened sentence if you do that, or you can get a longer sentence and then it's completely wiped off. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it just feels like that. I mean, there's everything in certain Western countries, the US especially. If you upset a big, a big rich company, then you're screwed up, and you're gonna. They'll always kind of stick up for the big rich companies. Mm. Yeah, bit yeah. of a mess. Exactly. As somebody says in the comment, like judges should not be sending messages. You hand down a just and proportionate punishment for a crime. Yeah, I mean, if you if you scroll back up to the article in the comments, um, keep going. Um. The judge's, the judge's quote from, from a year ago was, I always tell the jurors, your role is not to send a message. Your role is to decide guilt or innocence on the facts. But my role sometimes does entail sending a message. But so I mean, it's like, uh, it's, a purposefully, it's a purposefully high sentence, or yeah. strict sentence to, to send a message. So it's like, jurors, it's just, well, you know, guilty or not. Um, but sometimes the judge has to make a decision and... I don't know, you've sided with a big corporation here, which seems a little bit excessive. Yeah, I mean, when I was studying law, there's all the there's the various things they've got to take into account. One of them is like deterrence. The other one is rehabilitation. The other one is retribution. Like that is, they're like the main pinpoints of what it does. And one of them, yeah, is so red, like to uh, deterrence is not necessarily for them. It's for other people thinking mm, of doing the same. So. Exactly. But it still feels like, I don't know, it just feels incredibly harsh on this person. And if Nintendo were better at game preservation, then they wouldn't need to have hackers. Yeah. Oh. Next. Uh, more semi-Nintendo news. Um, we spoke last week about the Mario Brothers movie, which we went to see, which maybe more people have gone to see now, and maybe they liked it. Um, we quite liked it as well. Yeah. Um, go and listen to last week's podcast to hear all about that. I was grumpy um, last week. It's now your turn to be grumpy. I'm not grumpy. Um, Look at him, he's so grumpy. There is a Look song. Look how grumpy he is. Shut up. Look, I told you. I told you he was grumpy. There's a song in the film that Jack Black sings called Peaches, which is all about. It's basically that for like two minutes. It's quite irritating. But that song has now hit the US song charts and is Jack Black's first solo entry into the Billboard Hot 100. Literally just that. It's great. I guess all of his other songs were just like Tenacious D. Mm. So this is the first one that is actually just Jack Black as a solo artist. I like Jack Black. I think I'd get on with him. I think we both got quite childlike humour. And we do amazing accents. You think he's an idiot? I bet you'd you'd enjoy him if he hung out with you. You talk music. He likes music. He'd try. Why don't you like Jack Black? But, okay, I don't dislike him. I just feel like he's he's the kind of actor that just plays himself in every role. And even in this, it's like he's not being Bowser. He's just being himself. I mean, you don't like Tom Hanks either, do you? No, because he also plays himself in every role. See, yeah. Like, if you're an actor, I want to see I want to see you change. I don't want to see you being typecast. See diversity. Because, yeah, exactly. Show show me some skill. Mm. Who's a good one at uh, doing different things? Adam Sandler's quite good. He does. He plays himself in every bloody film. No, have you not seen? What's the good one? Good question. I loved Big Daddy as a kid. I thought it was hilarious, and I made my grandma watch it 
And she genuinely loved it as well. She was like, this is way better than I was expecting. I, think I quite liked it as a kid as well. Yeah, Big Daddy is like, Big Daddy for grandparents and children, they love it. James McAvoy is That's is true. He is, yeah, he's very good and also very hot. And that also helps. Um, mm, no. I mean, he's all right, actually. Anyway, Jack Black. He's doing very well at the moment. There you go. Um, next up. I think who my favourite actor is. I don't really have a favourite actor. No. I love uh, Ron Swanson. He was good in Last of Us. It was different. He was the best thing in The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was that boring. No, um, it wasn't. Um, well, there are lots of Lego Mario sets. Daniel, who's Daniel Day-Lewis? Is he Abraham Lincoln? See? See, I knew it. I don't know who he is in anything else. Um, they are now releasing some more Lego Sonic sets. Sonic? He's played by the guy that plays... That's uh, What's his name in Parks and Rec? Yeah, same character. Mm-hmm. He's annoying. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so you got, I think this is, you've got like... You, Don't you, you dare you, say I'm like him. Yeah. No, you're not. I'm going to open the door. It's really hot now. Oh. John Ralphio. Yeah. Ed is the John Ralphio. I'm not John Ralphio. I think I'm the John Ralphio to you as the Ron Swanson. That makes more sense, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, there are Lego Sonic sets coming. There are four different sets. Uh, the cheapest is 25 quid. Uh, the, the most expensive is 95 quid. I just whacked my foot. My, oh, that was silly, my, wasn't it? My foot from the walking that's now bleeding again, probably. Lovely. Um, two of them have a Sonic speed sphere. So they come with a little Sonic... Lego character and he goes in a sphere and he slam a button and it comes shooting out um, and then it like goes around the loop and all that kind of stuff like a hamster wheel thing hamster ball kind of yeah uh, so you can make a little level of like a loop and, and rings mm. and stuff like that and then shoot shoot out Sonic in a little ball it looks very cute are we going to buy um, it? probably not um, but yeah Lego Sonic for all the Lego fans um, yesterday this is something you've seen at least yeah um, there was the latest Nintendo Indie World Showcase. And? And? They showed? They showed? Mineko's Midnight Market, which we have done a quick look of. We, we did have. a quick look during the Steam... Um, Next Fest. Next Fest. And really enjoyed the 30 seconds of the demo that it gave us, but it... It was a few minutes, at okay. least. Yeah. It wasn't very long. Um, it was fun, though. It was fun. And that, if you scroll down, that was the first one. It was. Um, which... Uh, Mineko's Night Market. Yeah, which is coming to Switch on the 26th of September. Um, mm. So that was shown. They had My Time at Sandrock, which is the yeah. sequel to My Time at Porsche. I liked the look of it-ish. Mm-hmm. Ish. But they, apparently they went to the Gobi Desert and were inspired by it, and yeah, interesting. Mm. That's coming to Switch this summer. Um, there's a game called Plate Up, which looks a little bit like Overcooked, but it's also a roguelike. Yeah, do you craft and yeah, so it's like overcooked, but do you also like craft machines to kind of make it easier for you? Yeah, you can automate. Yeah, um, you can automate your your restaurant and stuff as you go. Um, so that's quite fun. Um, Quilts and cats of calico. Um, this okay, Gemma needs to play this. It's based on a, well, it's based on a board game, and it's it's like patches of tapestry, and then it, it brings cats. Like I literally saw this, and I was like, that is a game for Gemma. Um, I, I if love, you want cute mm, cats, it, it, this game looks really cute. I love it when you're, there are certain games that come out like, why is that 
like that, but also I know somebody that would absolutely love it. Like they've, it's not come, for you, but no, it's for somebody else. Exactly. We've reached points where there are so many indie games coming out that there will be an indie game targeted at a very niche audience. And that is wonderful. It is. There's Death Stranding for me. You like your shit. Somebody else likes their shit. And you like good shit. <laughs> Loves the good shit. Um, Rift of the Necrodancer. So this is a sort of spin-off of Crypt of the Necrodancer. Mansa. Um, no, Necrodancer. It's not Necromancer. No, that's the pun. But it's not a... Right. <laughs> that's the pun, then. Yeah. So Crypt of the Necrodancer, because it's a dungeon-crawling game. You have to dance. It's in rhythm. Oh. Okay. Hang on. Let me... Okay. Reference for you. So you know there's that like Zelda rhythm game. Cadence of Hyrule? No. Okay, I tried. Um, so, okay, so Crypt of the Necrodancer. It's like a top-down dungeon thing on a grid, but you have to move in time with the music. So it's like a rhythm game, rhythm dungeon crawling game. It did really well. It was really good. Um, the developer made a spin-off of that called Cadence of Hyrule. That is the same thing, but set in the world of Hyrule. So it's all Zelda themed. I've heard, I heard it was shit, so I didn't play it. It's very good. I played the demo. Um, I'd like to play all of it. Now they are making Rift of the Necrodancer um, as a spin-off, and it's um, instead of being a dungeon crawler game, it's got these sort of guitar hero like lane lanes that it's like rhythm game is linking it kind of stuff. No. Anyway, it looks quite fun. The original had really good music, so there you go. Good. Um, Animal Well is a sort of Metroidvania type thing. Um, it looks really good. Um, it How is, many? It's the latest. Well, it's the. It was announced previously, and then do you, remember, you know Donkey, the YouTuber, video game Donkey. Yes. Oh, is he the guy that was jumping in the water? Yes. Okay. Um, he's a big YouTuber. People like him. And then he's Pays a, for radio, bless him. Yeah. And then he has started his own publishing company to like highlight indies, and Animal Well is the first one that he's publishing. Oh um, yes, that's where I recognise the name from. Yeah. So it's already been announced that it's coming for PlayStation, um, but it's now also coming to Switch this winter. Um, and it's got lots of cute animals in it, but also a bit nightmarish um, It's I, called I, it's, Animal Well because it's, like, it's a well where they just used to chuck animals. Pretty much, yeah. Um, it's my kind not of game, died. not your kind of game, um, but I, I would like to play that. So there we go. Um, there was a game called Crime O'Clock, which I definitely read as Crime O'Cock um, and got very confused. Crime O'Cock. Literally, I was like, what? And then they, oh, oh wait, no, it's a clock. Sure. Um, it's like a point and clicky, crimey thing. Sure. Point and click. Benjamin. What? <laughs> um, Tesla Grad 2. Now, Tesla Grad 1, Tesla. I play. Sure. From the person. Tesla. Do you not follow Elon Musk? Do you not pay him $12? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, Tesla Grad. Uh, the first one I played, and it was a sort of action platform game with lots of electric abilities and stuff. Tesla? Yeah, exactly. Um, which was quite fun. And now there's a second one. Uh, but both of them are out on Switch now, if you want to play them. Um, they're quite fun little... Oh, was it a drop? Of, oh. I think so, yeah, yeah. Um, they're quite good sort of uh, 2D platformers with, with lots of puzzles and electric stuff, which is cool. Um, Shadows Over Loathing I missed and didn't see so I don't know what that is the follow up to developer Asymmetrics 2017 Wild West stick figure comedy West of Loathing there you go um, Blasphemous 2 was announced 
Now, I haven't played Blasphemous 1, and I really want to. I've got I it. I think got, it's on PS Plus. I've also got a code if you want. Great. Um, so, Blasphemous, um, it's from a Spanish developer, yeah. and it's basically a Souls Metroidvania, which sounds like every other game out there. Um, but it's Honestly. the one with like the really pointy hat guy, and it's really bloody, and it looks really cool. And I would like quite like to play it. Have you, and it's getting the, a sequel. Speaking of the pointy hat people, have you ever seen the people in Spain when they do the Easter parade? No. Oh dear. This sounds like it might be a bit racist. Yeah, we're not going to. Uh, but uh, this is what they. I mean, that's literally the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, they they literally walk around there. There's a very funny TikTok of people, Americans visiting Spain when this is going on and be like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. Type in, yeah, they, I used to live in Zaragoza and every Easter there would be like a whole week or maybe a few days of this, of like concert of people marching through it like all day um, and like just banging drums the entire time. It's, it's terrifying. Well, that's not what Blasphemous is, um, but there we go. That's <laughs> getting a sequel. Um, Oxenfree 2 I want to play the original um, is coming out on Switch in July um, I haven't played the original me neither I've got it but it does look good it's a, a sort of slightly spooky supernatural oh spooky um, well it's sort of supernaturally um, narrative game it's got a really interesting narrative um, like dialogue system I believe um, and yeah it's getting a sequel which a lot of people are very excited about you need to finish Night in the Woods I do I do need to finish that. Um, a few games getting some DLC. Um, Cult of the Lamb. Another roguelike. Yeah, that's getting free DLC which with lots of new stuff in it. Um, Shovel Knight's Pocket Dungeon. Uh, and also A Little to the Left, which is the key puzzle game that we played. You were not a fan. No, boring. There we go. Um, but yes, Cult of the Lamb's uh, DLC is on the 24th. For those yeah, interested, I'm looking at you, Monica. I found the yeah the, that comment was very interesting. That is a Nintendo indie showcase, and there was only one game with cats in. Oh, the list is missing Little Kitty Big City. That was also there as well. Oh, well, if only they'd written that properly. Mm. But yeah, there's a lot of roguelikes and a lot of Metroidvanias, if that's your thing. Hmm. Um, Pokemon news. Um, some high quality scans of the original watercolor art has finally been shared for the first time. Which Pokemon fans are happy about because it means they can see them. But when you look at the difference, you can see that actually the colours are quite wrong. Wait, so the old is the original, what it's meant to look like? Yeah, so the picture here is of an Ivysaur. And um, the we know Ivysaur as being sort of turquoisey coloured. And actually, there's a bit more blue mm, originally. It is blue. Um, and there's also, yeah, a little bit further... Um, so like Taurus, it's like different um, different colours. Diglett as well. Essentially, it was all done through watercolours. The original art was watercolour, and then it got scanned, and it, it sort of got faded and wasn't done high enough quality. So it means now that all the Pokemon that you know and love are actually slightly different colours to what they mm. originally were meant to be. I love it that someone says, some of these original scans look like someone jammed every light bulb in the universe in the room with them. They are very <laughs> faded. Well, they are, yeah. yeah. Excellent. All okay. right. And then lastly, um, some news that happened earlier this evening while you were streaming. Um, there was uh, a little Diablo 4 stream, and there is another beta weekend, which oh. they're calling Server Slam, which is basically how many people can we get on the server to test it. Um, so that is basically your last chance to play it before it comes out in June. So if you missed the beta from a couple of weeks ago, 
Um, there will be another one in May. However, server slam is what Cap does when he fancies a waiter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back in the toilets. See you there for a bit of server slam. Server slam. Um, the server slam is taking place from the 12th to the 14th of May. And guess what comes out on the 12th of May? Zelda. Indeed. So it's a toss-up between, do you want to play Zelda for the weekend or do you want to struggle in the queue for Diablo 4? Um, but maybe that's what you're interested in. No, nobody is. There you go. Uh, but that is across PC, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. Mm, with a slouch co-op. Mm. I'm, I'm intrigued to give Diablo 4 a go because I haven't played any of them since 1. So I'm intrigued to try it. Are you going to buy it? No. Oh, well, we're not going to play it then. There you go. Um, but if you want to give that a go, there, there, that is your last chance before hmm. it comes out. Brilliant. And that was the headlines. That was the headlines. Uh, what, what have we got looking forward to this week? We never really finished with this, but like, what, what have you got looking forward to coming up? I'm sure that was a good turn of phrase. There were it? words in there that were not meant to be there, but um, found themselves there. I, I have a few previews to do that I can't really talk about. Oh. Um, but I've got quite a lot to do. So Disney was one of them which we talked about earlier, so you can already go read that. Um, I have one on one that I've already done, which will be out next week. Oh, which one? I'm not saying. Um, I'm helping I'm you. I'm going, trying to. I'm going to one on Monday. Ooh, where is it? Um, I've seen a lot of people talking about things that they're going to on Monday. Don't know what that could be. Mm. Um, and then I have another one that is for a couple of weeks' time. Which one's that one? Wouldn't you like to know? Do I know this one? Yeah, you know, you know all the more. Um, I know, he tells me everything. And yeah. then you forget. If, if there are any publishers um, here, like, oh, he tells up. me everything. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I forget uh, have a look out minute. on Eurogamer for some more previews um, that I have going on, which is nice. Mm. Um, yeah. I'll yeah. be able to talk about them once they're, once they're out. Yeah. So next Thursday will be at least one of them for the next podcast. Mm, yeah, what have we got plans this weekend? Oh, a London Marathon Sunday. London Marathon. I'm also getting a haircut on Saturday, which I'm very excited about, because this is a big fluffy mess. Yeah, right mess. Look at that. Awful. Yeah. Um, and then I'm... I think I'm... It's fluffy hair. I'm not really doing anything. Just got... Oh, I've got my... Are you streaming at the weekend? Um, no, that's the following... Uh, well, yeah, I'll be streaming on... I think I'm actually going to do a Saturday stream, because obviously I can't on Sunday. So I'm thinking of doing a big stream on Saturday, going and whipping through some more Zelda shrines. Um, whipping? Whipping Zelda. Let me go and check, actually. Nate, we're not running the London Marathon, thankfully. Uh, we are just. Know? I'm definitely not running. But we are We are at a cheer stop to help out mm. uh, with Gosh with this one. But yeah, so we will be, yeah. And actually, when I was, I've said this earlier, but like I've been inspired. I went to the London Marathon running show. I missed Gabby Logan by minutes, oh, no. apparently. Um but I was inspired by all these people and like there were lots of running stuff and I was like, oh, if I had stayed there a bit longer, I'd have probably ended up buying things. But like I would quite like to go for one of those gate tests. Where they test your gate. Where they test my gate. Your gate. Yeah, and see how I run and then be like, yeah, these are the trainers you need to be running in. You run like a gay. These are the shoes you need. Yeah, <laughs> these little fairy slippers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah these are the platforms. <laughs> these high heels. This is how you're running. Yes. <laughs> Now that I would like to see. No. You running the London Marathon in high heels. It's never going to happen. That needs to happen. I mean, it would... If any, I... re, please read the book as in, as in chat. Drag queens in chat, please. Lend him your shoes. No. <laughs> I, I have big feet. I know drag queens have big feet, but I have big feet. But um, I shut off. 
Oh, you're the lucky one. Big socks. Um, but I've yeah, I'm. I would never probably ever get to a point where I'd ever be able to do a marathon. But I would love to be able to actually do some running without kind of dying. Um, so maybe I can. I I'm size eleven in UK size. I'm sure the drag shoes have big feet. That's probably true. Yep. And um, yeah, no, we were actually, so we've got that. So that'll be Saturday. However, next week, the podcast may be recorded um, off stream because we've got loads of different things popping up. Oh, we might true. do a drunken one. Um, on the 26th, we're off for an LGBT D&D evening. Mm. And then the Thursday, we've got a party. Mm-hmm. Are you saying we should record it when we come back from the party? We're almost slightly pissed. That could be quite funny. It could be quite funny. Yeah. yeah. And we'll tell all the gossip. So yeah, so next Thursday's one will be... Uh, so yeah, that means you have to go and listen to it uh, or download it or whatever. I mean, go and... Yeah, go to YouTube, go to... Well, go to swapandjoysticks.com and it'll give you the link for um, iTunes or whatever it's called. Spotify, Apple Amazon, Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, YouTube. It'll give you all there, but it won't be streamed live. Sorry. Sorry, no. It'll, uh, but it'll be quite late. It'll be, it'll be quite pissed. late. But yeah, it might be quite a funny one. Exactly, big forehead. Um, but yeah, so that is oh, what's happening next week. You can find me uh, at uh, twitch.tv slash biggestbenus or on Twitter at biggestbenus1 or anywhere else at biggestbenus. Where can we find the real you, Ed? You can find me at ed underscore knights. Well, no longer with a blue tick, uh, but I am there on, on Twitter and I'm also there on Twitch. Can you, um, we need a picture of you on there with like holding a piece of paper with your username so that we know it's you. It's definitely me. Don't worry. I'm being stepped on by Lady Dimitrescu. It's definitely me. Yeah. He's been stepped on by Lady Dimitrescu and been trolled by anime profiles. It's him. There you go. <laughs> but maybe you'll get fewer... Maybe you'll get f- less abuse with that. I think you I might. Because so. <laughs> they're like, oh, if a blue tick person is, uh, is upset with their favourite video game, I feel like they won't be as abusive to you as if it was... A, if it was just like a person without a blue tick, I think trolls genu- don't I, give a flying fuck. They're I genuinely, I do, I know, but I genuinely think you might get less abuse uh, for like have daring daring to be a gay man with an opinion. Uh, well, let's not test that theory, shall we? Let's test it. So tell me, how much do you hate um, all stars? Pick, pick something. All stars. We're not talking about that. <laughs> Taylor Swift, isn't she awful? No. What do you think of um, representation in JRPGs? Well, that term is not the best, and some might consider offensive. What's the best Final Fantasy? Seven. What's the least best Final Fantasy? Ten. See, now I'm trolling you. I'm going to get on Twitter right now. <laughs> troll you. All right. Well, thank you very much for watching. Go to swappingjoysticks.com if you want to find out where you can get us from. I'm just trying to find out which, uh, what episode number that we're on um, because we're getting quite high up now. Can you guess? Have we gone past 69 yet? Oh, yeah. Ages ago. Oh, I don't remember that. We are on 84. 84. I mean, I did say, I think we guessed like two weeks ago as well, but... Uh, I don't remember. No, that's true. All right, well, thank you very much for watching. Um, yes. I, it's a Thursday, so I'll be... You might be streaming tomorrow? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, yeah, it's a Friday. He's going to be like, I'm tired. Um, 
I'm going to play some, some Final Fantasy XIV. Yes. Um, I will be streaming on Saturday, though, playing some Zelda Breath of the Wild. And um, on Sunday, nothing, but you're back on Monday. I will be back on Monday. And then, yeah, keep an eye on swappingjoysticks.com or swap joysticks on Twitter. Yeah, follow us um, on there. For, uh, for all the podcast news get, next week of the recording. Twitter blue on swap joysticks. We're not. All right. Bye. See you then. Keep swapping. Ooh. Ooh.